At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is the final hour of Live Bet Sunday, taking you home with all of the Week 5 NFL action. Three games still to go. We'll also get your previews of Sunday Night Football and talk all things National Football League for the next hour before we turn things over to Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard and the Pro Football Blitz. Once again, I'm Ben Wilson at our Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Danny Burke in Chicago. Danny hosts our VEASAN Pro Football Betting Podcast, while Jeff Parles, who is over at Circa at uh, South Point, I'm at Circa, Jeff's at South Point, Jeff host of the Megapod with Gil Alexander and Todd Wishnev every Thursday into your podcast feeds here from VEASAN. Guys, two of the three late afternoon games are already decided. Carolina is down 15 to San Francisco, four minutes to go, 30 to 15 Niners. San Francisco going to cover is a six-point favorite. Total over 40 or 39 and a half. That has already hit. Dallas in complete control with the ball and in the Rams red zone. 19-10 Dallas, six minutes to go. Rams closing five or five and a half point favorites. Totals the only thing to be decided here, which was 41 and a half. Danny Burke with under 48 and a half, looking to be in great shape right now. The game we'll watch here and track down the stretch. 17 apiece between Philadelphia and Arizona. Cardinals after hitting Philadelphia with a 12-play 90-yard drive. Jeff, the Eagles have countered with a 15-play, 70-yard drive, now taking nearly eight minutes off the clock. And with 1.56 to go, Cliff Kingsbury just used his first timeout, trying to preserve as much time as possible to get the ball back here in a game that has had a little bit of everything, and this will go a long way toward deciding the spread with Philly closing a five-point favorite and pretty much everything up for grabs right now, even though the, uh, the total looks pretty safe to the under. But even that, if we get overtime, certainly not. Uh, safe at this point. So big uh, couple of plays coming up in this particular sequence here, Jeff, with the Eagles having the ball in a second and goal on the Arizona eight-yard line. This is a drive when you're a good team and a team that could potentially end up making the Super Bowl. Like, I think, look, we're four weeks in. I think we have to assume that Philly is capable of making the Super Bowl. But, look, it is – you have this type of drive. And even with the offensive line injuries – Kelsey came back in the second half, said I was big for him. But now the interesting thing here, guys, how does Cliff manage his timeouts? I would have taken one after Philly converted that last third down on the north side of the two-minute warning, so you get a de facto fourth timeout. But now you're basically pot committed if you're Kingsbury. You're using your timeouts on every single play. And now also, too, if you're Philly, what, time of, what type of play calling are you getting? 
Are you go? Are you being aggressive? Are you trying to make Arizona use their timeouts? It's a whole fascinating dynamic here down the stretch now. And you look at how that's reflected into the live betting market at the moment. Eagles at BetMGM minus seven hundred live. Cardinals four to one. Danny, you I I know you are rooting for overtime since you took over twenty three and a half for the second half. Uh, we've gotten only ten points so far. So I guess for you, you uh, Eagle touchdown. Uh, countered by a Cardinal touchdown and, and you're good to exactly. go, but uh, it doesn't help. Uh, it doesn't help to the over that we've had back-to-back drives that have gone a combined now 26 plays between the two of them. Yeah. Very unlike both offenses that, you know, I'm uh, secretly rooting for the Cardinals to just let the Eagles score a touchdown at this point, but obviously they're not going to want to do that and just let them settle with the field goal, ideally in their situation. So they have a better opportunity of tying this thing up. But remember they got Dicker, the kicker in there. They just picked him up because Elliot's injured. So that's going to be a big kick if it ends up coming down to him. But it was just very frustrating, Ben, as you mentioned. I mean, these long drives are just wasting so much time on the clock. You know what these offenses are capable of, and it just took forever. But after, you know, uh, the Cardinals weren't scoring in the third quarter, you figured this thing was done. Unless the Eagles got a big touchdown on this drive right away. But now they took their time. So uh, no fun on this side of things. But I will say, Jeff, good thing you didn't fall to the, uh, the peer pressure of Ben and I telling you to do the under 48 and a half for the 49ers and the Panthers. I thought they were going to take their time and just take the field goal, but they went for the touchdown on the first play after Baker was sacked. Well, Danny, it's, you get first and goal to four after Mayfield takes a sack on fourth and 10. So you don't really have to even be trying on that to accidentally score. That's well, fair. True. Tevin Coleman, multi-touchdown game How for San that? Francisco. Go How figure out that? that one. <laughs> Every in-game number has now gone over on San Francisco and Carolina. 37-15, and P.J. Walker now into the game uh, for the Carolina Panthers. Cowboys to tack on a field goal as well. Five and a half to go. Rams ball, but in a lot of trouble. 22-10 Dallas as we sit right now. And let's interrupt your regularly scheduled programming for 30 seconds here, Jeff, to tell everybody – the Padres Mets line going to close Mets minus a dollar 40 at bet MGM minus 133 in some other spots six and a half total Joe Musgrove for the Padres Chris Bassett for the Mets in the decisive winner take all game three of the NL wild card series I know Jeff you, I don't know what you're feeling right now Jeff I know there was uh, great, some ben. emotional hedging going on <laughs> with you yesterday but uh, bon voyage Jeff as you uh, your your mental state I don't know what it's going to be the next uh, three hours you know it's, but, kind, you know, you it's know, kind, kind of amazing that we only ended up with one winner take all game in, in this new wild card series format now we should have gotten multiple because the Mariners of course had that epic comeback against Toronto yesterday but here we go all the marbles again this is this is the cruelty of the, uh, of the baseball playoffs you go win 101 games like the Mets but if they lose tonight, they don't even make it to what I would what I would still call the real playoffs and the division the series. Real, yeah, so I look, these are these are two very good teams. I know the Padres underachieved during the regular season, but look at that roster. That is a very good team on the other side. I'm just hoping for the best, man. Just hoping for the best. Just Jeff, find, really find, quick, you, find, find, a, find a way to get to Tuesday in Los Angeles, guys. I was going to say, Jeff, the only World Series bet I made before the year was actually Padres 18-1. to 1. I know you could have gotten better numbers across the year, but uh, I may have to be rooting against you on this one. I hate to do it because I know you're a suffering Mets fan, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I wish we were still going on while this game was happening because that would be the ultimate sweat. I, I mean, we're starting right now. Again, if the Cardinals had won last night, it would just be about ending right now, this game three. Wow. But uh, I think for the sake of me and for the sake of the show, I think it's better off this game started right now. <laughs> I would agree with that statement wholeheartedly. <laughs> Jeff will keep us abreast of what's happening there uh, at the city field. Decisive game three. First pitch coming up here in just a couple minutes. In the meantime, third and goal for the Eagles at the Arizona five. Jalen Hurts looks for the end zone and Quez Watkins. Pass broken up. Massive collision right at the goal line. Thompson for Arizona took was the one who got the worst for wear after both he and Watkins basically collided right as that ball reached the goal line incomplete. And it's going to be, and because of that injury, it's a Cardinal injury, Arizona forced to take its third and final timeout after Sanders had rushed up the middle for three yards on second and goal Cardinals had used their second timeout there. So at the other side of this commercial break, it's the 17th play of an eight minute drive for Philadelphia that will result in a 23-yard field goal attempt. Philly would take a three-point lead. Arizona would then get the ball back, but without any timeouts. Looking at what we're sitting at live, I'm seeing, uh, at least at Circa, 
fresh number posted. Eagles minus 335 on the money line. Arizona plus 265. And again, you're asking Arizona, can they get at least into Matt Amendola field goal range? But realistically, Jeff, you are experienced with watching Matt Amendola as a former Jet kicker. Not good, Ben. That's probably not, that's probably not good enough is what we're saying here with Amendola what? being uh, one of the worst kickers on a NFL roster Well, right forget now. that. Just see what he did two weeks ago with Kansas City. There's a reason he's a Cardinal now instead of being on the Chiefs still. So, look, if you're Arizona now, I know it's no timeouts. I know the task is big. Uh, assuming Philadelphia knocks through the kick. Got to go for a touchdown. Still got enough time. A little under two minutes to go, even with no timeouts. Go and play for the win here and get this upset if you're Arizona. Yeah, you have to if you're the Cardinals, Jeff. I mean, you can't really risk this game going into overtime if you have the opportunity presented to you in regulation still. And there's still plenty of time. I mean, you know, Cliff managed it well enough, I suppose. Uh, you know, the Eagles, that, that was a really risky throw by Jalen Hurts, by the way. We probably should talk about that. Yeah. That was almost picked off. He was scrambling away, just threw it in there, and that easily could have been intercepted. But, yeah, and and again, not the most trustworthy kicker in the mix, as you're mentioning, Jeff. So I do think that's the right play there. And I would assume, based on the aggressiveness we've already seen out of Clip in this game, that would be his intentions with the amount of time left. All right, so field goal kicker out. Cameron Dicker in for the injured Jake Elliott, who was inactive for this game. Dicker is one for one already, made from 42. This is a center cut 23-yard kick to make it 20 to 17 for Philadelphia. Again, 148 to go. The kick is right down the middle. So Philadelphia takes the three-point lead. But if you were a Cardinal backer, and the Cardinals did get some market respect from five and a half down to five in this spot, that's a huge stand because at barring, look, you, you obviously you, you can't rule out the potential of overtime and losing on a first possession touchdown. But you feel pretty good if you're a Cardinal backer, at least at this current moment. Uh, total is a different story. If you looked over that field goal, pretty much kills off any overs out there. 48 and a half was the closing total there uh, with the 37 put up so far. See ya, and Rams. we can just about turn out the lights on the LA Rams. Matthew Stafford picked off on third and 13. Stafford took a big shot right around the midsection area and goes down. But what a defensive performance from Dallas to limit the Rams to 10 points today. Cooper Rush is about to go to 5-0 and as a starting quarterback, Jeff. MVP, MVP. No, no, not really. But I, you know, here's my <laughs> here's my question with this game. But guys, was this more to do with the Rams' offense really being in trouble right now, or are we still discounting Dallas as a, an elite defense in this league? I think it's a little bit of both. But I think we got to start counting Dallas as a top-notch defense. And boy, next week is going to be a fascinating matchup, especially if Philly holds on. Where you're going to have five and zero Philly if they hold against four and one Dallas on Sunday night. Wow. That is a spectacular game. I don't care who's playing quarterback for Dallas. I'm looking forward to kind of the futures perspective of this too. I honestly didn't think we were going to get another good opportunity to maybe get a decent price on Philly, but because of this resurgence we've had out of Cooper Rush. I'm rooting for them so I could jump back in on the Eagles potentially because I still think they have the upper hand and we'll claim the division. But like you said, going to be fascinating. If you're smart, keep Cooper Rush in there, baby. I know Jeff's looking forward to that. Uh, the greatest thing that ever happened to Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott's week one injury. He, he has turned into <laughs> a genius the last four weeks. Cowboys will be running out the clock here, 323 to go in that one. Both that game and the game in Carolina about to come to the end. We'll recap those on the other side and talk about Carolina, Arizona, I should say, trying to make a late push. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We begin in this segment right away in Arizona. 20-17 Philadelphia. Cardinals on the move, needing at least three to tie the game and send this to overtime. But keep in mind, Arizona without Matt Prater. The kicker is injured. It's backup Matt Amendola, who was the, the guy wearing the dunce hat a couple weeks ago for Kansas City in Indianapolis as the Chiefs fell in that game largely due to poor special teams to the Colts right now. Oh, no, Kyler Murray no, no, no. Picks up nine yards no. on oh, second Arizona, and 10 no. and then spikes it oh, no. with 22 seconds left. Oh, I can't no. believe that just happened. Kyler's short Spots at the 25-yard right. line. Spots right. It's definitely short. spikes it. Oh, no. Which all means right. now Amendola if you're Cliff Kingsbury, you, you're, you, you, oh. Oh, it's now all down on Amendola. Oh, no. Oh, what a mistake by Kyler. He didn't realize he didn't get it. And he's do not and he, well and he slid feet first. If he just dove head first, he, he gets got it. He's 43 now from Amendola but, but, and by, Philadelphia will call a timeout to ice him. By the way, that's one of the rare times where, where I would not ice the kicker. Just let just let him go out there and shank the kick without even having to think about it. But hey, let's see if Amendola's got a got, got, got some fortitude here because if he makes this kick, this game's going to overtime. Uh, we're getting the shots of Matt Amendola pregame, and those kicks were uh, ugly to not, not, not looking good uh, at all. Not looking good at all. Wide but Dan, right, wide right, wide right. Danny, from our Dan, Danny, you uh, warm up look. Danny, we we didn't even have the spike it because you don't know if you got the first down or not in the bag here, potentially for Arizona in the ways to possibly cost them the game. But here you go, a, a guy who we know is a bad kicker in this league. And once again, the importance of kickers, which for whatever reason are yeah. not documented, could come into play right here. But let's see what Amandola's got. What, then. what odds? What odds do you give him to make it? What are, uh, what are your odds on yes? I actually make? think it's a coin flip here. I think I'd it's say a coin like flip. plus one eighty. He got and oh, he, he missed it. it. Not even close. Oh, wide right. Yep. Wow. I don't understand why teams continue to employ this guy. Like, I feel bad for the kid. Unbelievable. He was really good in college, but he's just can't handle the heat as being an NFL kicker. Jeez. You should have got I mean, Badgley he had, he, after you know, he dominated with the Bears. I know someone else. Someone, someone up, signed Badgley this call. week. Who, uh, who signed yeah. Badgley, Danny? I, that's what I was. I, I was thinking Detroit, but I don't think that's right. Um, I thought it was. It was Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Is it Detroit? Okay. Didn't matter yeah, I mean, today. He nailed yeah, every kick with the Badgley Bears. Up. Yeah. That kick, he, that he, kick, Ben, was not really Amendola, even close. It, it, well, you know, you, you hate to do the the whole uh, armchair handicapping of, oh, this guy just looks like he's going to choke. But yeah. Amendola had the look <laughs> on his face. Like, he wanted nothing to do with that kick. Mm-hmm. 43 he's not an yards. NFL, he's the not kick an, you have to make is an NFL kicker. He's not an NFL kicker, Ben. I, we have more than enough of a sample size to know he is not an NFL kicker at this point. Wow. 
So Philadelphia will go to 5-0. and Still only unbeaten team left. Third time in franchise history. Did it in 1981 with a 6-0 and start. Philadelphia went 7-0 and in 2004. That season, the Donovan McNabb-led Eagles oh. made it to the Super Bowl where they lost to the ben, New England Patriots. Ben, that's so, two for two. Oh, man, ben, that's what a two. gut punch for Arizona. Ben, that's two for two in both of those years for making it to the Super Bowl. Eagles made the Super Bowl and lost to the Raiders in 81. So... Uh, that's uh, that's a that's a pretty good uh, historic side. Again, you can't really go off of it with it only happening twice. But uh, th- this is a really good team, guys, and I'm ex- super excited for that game next week with Dallas's defense looking like a behemoth right now. By the way, Micah Parsons just ended it in L.A. for good with a strip sack fumble of uh, uh, of uh, Matthew Stafford uh, to uh, give the ball back to Dallas. So final numbers here. Hertz, 26 to 36, 239 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, pretty pedestrian by his standards. His streak of games, he had been the first player in NFL history with four straight games of 280 passing yards and 50 rushing yards. That comes to an end, even though Hertz was brilliant on the ground today. 15 carries, 61 yards, two touchdowns, both of those coming on quarterback sneaks from inside the one-yard line. And in defeat, Kyler Murray, 28 of 42, 250 yards, a touchdown, a pick. At the end, though, for Arizona, a team that was a lot better in the gotta-have-it moments than they have been previously, 8 of 14 on third downs, did convert their only fourth-down opportunity, outgained Philadelphia, had better yards per play than Philadelphia, but the turnover margin was big, one costly interception by Kyler Murray, and a missed field goal, the difference, to send this game to overtime. Uh, Danny, in a sense... Arizona team that has shown us the type of talent they have yet again, unable to put it together for 60 minutes today. And it cost them dearly in this one. It's just another exhausting game after another for Cliff Kingsbury and his whole crew. And honestly, even if you got this game to overtime, you'd at least feel a little bit better because you gave yourself a chance to win the game at that point. But I mean, setting up Amendola, you know, sliding short, it's just like unimaginable ways that this team finds to kind of shoot themselves in the foot. And we see it with certain teams every single year in the NFL and the Cardinals are just catching the brunt of it in a lot of different facets. And again, they took improvements to their standards, Ben, by at least scoring 10 points in the Mm -hmm. first half, which is more than they've done. And they didn't take advantage of opportunities in the second half, but neither did the Eagles really. And again, Jalen Hurts almost threw that interception at the end of the game. You're moving the ball effortlessly downfield with a minute and 40 left to go. It's just inches that's what we say it's corny but it's true game came down to inches Kyler yeah. Murray sliding short and then you have to trust his kicker that clearly nobody in the league wants to trust hey real quick guys this is from Jimmy Kemsky who covers the Eagles for the Philly voice who was in the stadium in Glendale the stadium down in distance after that play where Kyler slid or before the play I should say said first and 10 so you have to wonder wow. That, again, you have to be aware. You obviously know those things in the stadium are not official. But you have to wonder if Kyler looked up before the play and just didn't realize what down it was because they screwed it up in the stadium. So you're saying before the nine-yard run. Correct. It's at first and ten. So I okay. That's according to Jimmy Kemsky who was in the building covering the Eagles for the Philly voice. I mean, this isn't like Columbia, Missouri in 1990, where everybody's just, you know, everybody <laughs> loses track of the downs, and Colorado gets an extra down here. I only say that because Mike Pritchard is, uh, is, is behind the glass watching us right now, former great buff wide receiver. You, come on, if you're Kyler Murray, you can't, you can't use that as a crutch oh, and I, say, I agree oh, with well, you, ben, but he, he knew it was second and 10. That's ridiculous. I, look, I agree with you, but hey, you never know. And this is, again, that would be a stupid enough reason for Arizona, Arizona to have screwed that up knowing how that Arizona team has managed to mess things up in the past. Yeah, I, no, I get it. Well, and, and what would it happen? Well, Murray had spiked it on first and 10. So to begin with, that, that was why I'm, I'm assuming that's why the down and distance, at least in the in, in-house scoreboard never changed. Murray spikes it on first and 10. So you obviously know in your head that it's then second and 10. And ultimately uh, does, you know, gets, thir- gets nine yards on second and 10 does not pick up the first down, spikes the ball on third and one to stop the clock. Then that results in the Amendola 43-yard field goal, which was missed, uh, and Arizona gets the win. So that one final, all unders cash. Cardinals do get the cover, though, either five or five-and-a-half-point closing favorites. It's also officially final now in L.A., where the Rams and Cowboys stay under the total, 41-and-a-half. 
There you go, Danny. Under 48 and a half in game. Easy, easy. Didn't even have to sweat about that bet for a Nailed second, it. Danny. You got there with these <laughs> Cowboys, 22 Rams, 10 and the Cowboys who were two to one on the money line Rams, five or five and a half point favorites and big D once again with Cooper rush four and with him as a starter, even though he only goes 10 to 16 for 102 yards, but Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, each over 75 yards on the ground, a team that averaged about five yards a carry as a team there. And we're able to sack Matthew Stafford five times in this game and limit LA to 38 rushing yards on just 15 carries. As you brought up earlier, uh, Jeff, it's, it's certainly a great defense from Dallas, but B really poor offense right now for the Rams. And uh, Danny, I know you're looking at things from a prop perspective here, yet another dud of a performance from Allen Robinson, who has been oh, as yeah. big of a bust as any offseason pickup three catches for 12 yards on four targets. Their DB. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, the prop market's going to be so altered at this point because of how bad Robinson's been that it may even tempt you to bet the over. Nah, let's be honest, it won't. I mean, Al Robinson's not producing whatsoever. <laughs> he's not creating separation. Really, the only targets he's getting is seeming to be in the red zone, and even that's coming in a very small amount. And then it just almost feels like when they do get him the ball, it's almost like they have a separate area for it's like, all right, well, we have to get Allen Robinson involved because we're paying him a lot of money to be here. You know, a sizable enough amount of money to at least get him a couple passes and have him participate. But if he was ticked off with the Bears last year, how is he going to feel now with a team that had even higher expectations? And remember, he gave up on the Bears last season. And hey, I, you know, do what you got to do. But uh, it's not always greener on the other side as we're seeing in Los Angeles, man. Tell us how you really feel, Danny. That, that, that's why we love having the Irish Bulldog on the show each and every Sunday uh, here on Live Bet Sunday presented by Bet MGM. Uh, the other game it is officially final. San Francisco 37, Carolina 15. Overs and Niners, those come home as well. We have a Sunday night football game to preview. We'll talk about Bengals-Ravens when we return on Live Bet Sunday. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. The NHL season has officially begun and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide is available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe opening night across the league on Tuesday here in the NHL. We have Sunday night football still to come based on everybody we've talked to today. The three of us in on this show hasn't exactly been the smoothest of betting days in the national football league today, but there's still Sunday night and we have a big divisional showdown in the AFC North between Cincinnati and Baltimore. So as we welcome Jeff and Danny back into the show, this has settled in pretty much a market wide three guys little bit of juice still existing here on Baltimore. At one point, this was Ravens minus three and a half. Pretty consistently was taking money in the market to Cincinnati throughout the week. Down to flat threes. A couple of books still with Ravens minus 115 or minus 120 on that three. That's sitting right there. And on the East Coast, we're seeing most of those threes with slight juice to the Baltimore side. Uh, Danny, start with you on this one. Three-point line, 47.5 for 48 is your total. Is there a play you're looking to make here to start things off pregame on Sunday Night Football? So I bet the Ravens money line in this spot, guys. When Mike Palm and I were going over this on VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast, we usually record about Thursday afternoon. And I took the money line, laid the minus 165, and I, I really wasn't sure where the market was going to go. So that's why it ended up being a little bit more expensive. And now, yeah, I think it, at best you can maybe get in the 150s out here in Illinois. But for me, it's just I like this Ravens team better than the Bengals right now. I mean, the Bengals look like they're starting to get a rhythm. But let's be honest. I mean, they had the benefit of two good situations in the sense of no offense, Jeff, but taking on your Jets and what seemed like a must win game for the Bengals. And then after I really like since he laid the three in the hook on the short week against that Dolphin squad, we're also dealing with the hurricane and all the other shenanigans leading into that game. So I wasn't really taken aback that the Bengals won that game. And we obviously know Tua suffered the injury, but look, now you get a Ravens team 
who's probably going to be ticked off after how they lost last week against Buffalo. You saw Marcus Peters, John at Harbaugh on the sidelines. This team needs to rally around. They've had two tough losses, especially counting that one that happened with Miami. But Baltimore still has one of the best offenses in the NFL. I think they're fourth best in terms of yards per play at about 6.2 as of this moment. And defensively, yeah, let's be honest. There's a lot of there's there's some gaps in the defense that makes it really concerning to want to trust mm -hmm. them in a divisional game prime time against an offense that's seeming to get better. But this seems like a really got to have it spot for Baltimore. And the reason I also did money line is because of how gross the AFC North division games can be, how aggressive both of these offensive minded coaches can be, especially with two point conversions. I'm willing to lay a little bit more for the security, but I do think Baltimore will show up in this spot. So that's why I laid that money line price. And really quick, I will say if I wasn't invested in the Ravens earlier in the week, I was also talking on prop watch about some spots. Joe Burrow, uh, 273 and a half is where I saw his passing yards prop. Again, mm. the Ravens allowing the most passing yards per game, guys, 315.3. They're allowing 11.1 yards per completion. Remember, Joe Flacco threw for over 300. Tua threw for over 460. Mac Jones got 321. Josh Allen was at 213, but that was kind of a wonky game. So I think you'd be fairly safe looking at anything with Burrow passing yards. Maybe his pass attempts over 36 and a half. Baltimore is getting thrown on the most in the NFL over 44 times per game. Or you can look at 24 and a half completions as well. Uh, Baltimore allowing the second most completions, Ben, 28 and a half. So if I wasn't yeah. invested in Baltimore wanting to sweat that out, I would consider some of those props with Joe Burrow. Like the prop angle from Danny on that. I'll point out two quick inactive versus active updates that we have that would also bear pretty significantly, especially on the Baltimore side. Ronnie Stanley, he is good. Going to be activated and able to give it a go for this spot. Same deal with Marcus Peters, who is a firm questionable heading in. Two large pieces, Peters in the defensive backfield for a Ravens secondary that's been very banged up to begin this season. And Stanley, the numbers with him on the field versus without, extremely stark. This is a top 5-10 offense with Stanley on the field over the past half season, and you go all the way back through the 2021 season. Uh, without Stanley on the field, it's it's been a very, very hit-or-miss unit at times, uh, more towards the bottom half of the league in general production. Jeff, I know in general you lean to the Cincinnati side. I, know you don't have a, I don't believe you have no, a pregame bet no, on no this game, but what's the, what's the case for Cincinnati here uh, from your perspective? I think the case for Cincinnati is that Baltimore's defense is terrible, and we've seen it against the two good offensives they played this year, and even we saw it against New England. New England, if it wasn't for Mac Jones totally losing his mind – New England might have won that game, and they still scored 26 points. So I, I don't think Baltimore's defense is any good. Uh, I, I think the Bengals' offense, again, it was against the Jets, and the Jets did not play well in that game against the Bang against the Bengals. And then last week they took advantage of a team on a horrible spot in Miami. So I, I would really, again, I think it's the Bengals. Uh, if the case for them is that their offense will be able to move the ball. They smacked Baltimore twice last year in the in both the meetings, and it was more to do with their scoring more than their defense, obviously, over 40 points in both of those games. It just might be a really bad matchup for Baltimore's defense. That's the case for Cincinnati. Totally understand that. I'm glad that we have – differing perspectives on this game. I am. It's, it would not feel good to, to go into this game and, and say, oh, we're all just on one side here. I do like the Baltimore side. This is a contest play for me. Uh, Baltimore laying the three in at least one of the contests we have in Nevada in the Westgate contest. Baltimore was laying three and a half in the Circa Millions contest, so not a selection for me there. Uh, but Lamar Jackson uh, and this Baltimore offense certainly like what he is, is going to be doing with Ronnie Stanley back and healthy this year. We've seen teams blitz Jackson, especially with uh, the, the line banged up at times. Jackson, number one in EPA per attempt, number two in yards per attempt, number three in success rate against the blitz this season. Uh, that six touchdowns through uh, his first three games against the blitz this year. And we saw when Buffalo brought pressure last week, it was a bit hit or miss, especially in the second half. But Jackson did have success there uh, as well. And when I think about what we're, we're going to get out of Cincinnati, so you mentioned, Jeff, how the big issue on Baltimore's side is the defense, tied for 28th in yards per play allowed. Cincinnati is tied for 28th in yards per play, four on the offensive side. And to me, a big reason why is Zach Taylor as a head coach cannot get out of his own way as a play caller. 55% the Bengals ran it on first down that last game, Thursday night against Miami. 12 carries, 29 yards, 2.4 per play. 
negative .15 EPA per carry, 27% success rate. And yet, what did we see? Run after run after run on first downs. You're just gifting these teams opportunities defensively to know how to game plan you when you're just going to run the ball right into an eight or nine man front every single time on first and 10 doesn't make any sense when you have weapons like Joe Burrow T Higgins who's active for this game by the way Jamar Chase but I can't get past the fact that Zach Taylor is a and you made this point on the Megapod Jeff on Thursday were it not for a Cincinnati dream run that where they got every break imaginable to the Super Bowl guys probably either out or very firmly on the hot seat coming into this season I'm not a believer in Zach Taylor whatsoever. So give me the desperate divisionals, uh, divisional spot here with a better coach in John Harbaugh with a team who's had two absolutely devastating losses. Say what you want about the deficiencies on defense. Baltimore could very easily be 4-0. Only trailed for 14 seconds in the two losses so far this year. So when I think about how Cincinnati is a team that profiles perfectly to be unable to take advantage of the weaknesses right in front of them on the Baltimore side, I like the position for Baltimore in a a pretty fairly line game at three. So uh, that's my take, Jeff. I know you're not a Taylor guy either, uh, but uh, that that's where it came down for, to me at least on a card with not many other appealing options and an easy play for me in the end, Baltimore minus the three. Look, betting the better coach is usually a good way to go about it in this league. And Taylor again. Yeah. Taylor also, is a, sorry to set you up, Jeff. While it's uh, bases loaded for the. I know that I'm cracking uh, up over I, here, knowing I, I, that Jeff is sweating this out. That. Yeah, <laughs> I did not mean to do that, Jeff. I just happened to look over and see that the Padres have the bases loaded. So I am sorry, Padres to run single. Jeffrey, yeah, yeah. 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 good, buddy. Yeah, well, hey, no pit, no put away pitches from Bassett these last three batters. Uh, but uh, look uh, for 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 this real quick on the Bengals. With Taylor, he's just, again, we know he looks like the bewildered guy he was in 2019. He just looks like he's without a clue. And if you're the Bengals here, and look, we know Mike Brown kept Marvin Lewis forever for no apparent reason other than the fact that he didn't want to pay two coaches at once. You got to be quick here because you have Joe Burrow. You have an elite quarterback. You never had an elite quarterback during that era, Dalton was Dalton. He was average at best. But you gotta, you gotta be quick on the trigger here with Taylor. If you just hey, look, if, if it's apparent that he's the reason he's holding you back, you gotta be willing to can him. Especially even again, the, this is not a franchise that goes to the playoffs very often. I don't care if the Bengals make it two straight years. If they don't get back to a Super Bowl and it's Taylor's the reason they, they they're held back, you probably gotta get rid of them after this year. We'll see if that's how it plays out. Again, we're only in week five, so a long way still to go. But Ravens minus three, that's the side I'm on. Danny is on that side. Money line for DB. And as for Jeff, a lean to the Bengals at plus three tonight. Nothing more than that, though. That's our Sunday night preview for tonight. When we return, our final segment, chance to take a look back at some of the biggest storylines from today in the National Football League. That's coming up next as we wrap things up after the break here on Live Bet Sunday, presented, as always, by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM. Take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. We're back for the final time. It is Live Bet Sunday, presented by BetMGM. And our final pro tip, which we bring you each and every hour across the network, 20 of them in all per day on VEASAN. Our pro tip this hour, something Danny Burke was talking about in our last segment, for games that are extremely tightly lined, where you might not feel comfortable laying a small point spread, especially if it's an interdivisional matchup like we have in Sunday night football, Bengals and Ravens. An alternative can be a money line play, even though you're laying more juice in that particular spot. Those sometimes can represent more value, and that was Danny Burke's uh, suggestion, his method of attack for this game tonight. Ravens minus three, about minus 175 in the money line. And we saw, we've seen multiple games, uh, especially today. We saw the one game between the Browns and the Chargers earlier. That game landed two and another game lined extremely tightly at the uh, Chargers at one point, minus the three that closed overall uh, Chargers at the end. There we're laying just one and a half. So sometimes that spread, it does really matter. Even on those, even on the games that are decided uh, by less than three with tightly lined spreads. Um, all the games have wrapped up for now. We've already given our previews on uh, Sunday night football, the Sunday night baseball game. It's Padres two Mets, nothing in the bottom of the second. So Jeff, just deep breaths, man. One, one, uh, one pitch at a time. We're going to, going to be all right over there. Danny has his 18 to one ticket on the Padres still live. Did you, you didn't hedge that out at any point, Danny, you, you just have ridden that through here the whole season. Yeah, pretty much. They were the only World Series bet I did. I, of course, did some other futures, but in terms okay. of the World Series, I just like the Padres and figured they would make an off or a part of me like a trade deadline move and that the number would inevitably move down. I didn't expect it to be Juan Soto and company, but I was pleasantly surprised when they had that. It sucked that Tatis uh, got suspended because that would have been obviously amazing for this Padres team. But Hey, they're off to a good start. Still so much time. Ben's right. I mean, Jeff knows this too. It's only the second inning, I'm sure. In an elimination game, shenanigans will occur. But yeah. even if the Padres get past this point, maybe we'll see what kind of options are available. But I just don't know if this team can actually sustain a long playoff run. They do have a lot of talent. I don't know if they'll have enough pitching to do so is my uh, yeah. concern. An underachiever, point, really, yeah, all, all season uh, relative to the expectations in the market. Danny letting it ride. Plus 240 right now. Uh, the Mets live. Padres minus $3. A heavily juiced total here. Seven and a half juiced heavy to the under at minus 150. Well, let the, well don't need Jeff. Don't need, you don't have to weigh in, Jeff. <laughs> game, right. game, game's Just over keep watching. Right. Stay calm oh, over there. Oh, come on. Oh, game, of course. <laughs> of course. Jeff's give it up. No, uh, as no, far I, as what we watched today. Go yeah. ahead, Ben. Go ahead, Ben. There's anything you wanted to add? No, no, okay. I got. I got. I'm trying I gotta, to save you from look, yourself, look, Jeff. Look, look, if, look, he wants look if you can't strike, if you can't get Austin Ola out on a, with an 0-2 count, I mean, you don't really. That's true. You don't really deserve to win a playoff game. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> simple. 
like I said, trying to save Jeff from himself right now as we uh, we go down the down the stretch on this show. So for all the results we saw today, and it usually we like to go back to some of the early afternoon games just because with nine games in that early window, we're following everything as they come home. And a lot of times it's hard to give at least a, a deep dive analysis of our thoughts for some of these late games and how they finished. And you know, usually one game ends, you just have to turn the page to the next game. But for these games that came right down to the wire today, games we haven't really touched on yet, Chargers-Browns is probably worth just a couple minutes more of discussion here before we wrap up the show today. Where we talked about that line, Chargers minus three. If you bet it early in the week with the Browns, you cover. If you waited till this morning, you lose. Chargers only close laying one and a half. But the Chargers beat the Browns in a spot where Cleveland, with the ball, driving in for the go-ahead score, turn it over on a Jacoby Brissett interception in the end zone. And you're thinking, what a horrific play by Cleveland to cost themselves the game. Chargers needed, a, needed to try to run out the final about four minutes of the clock, get it up to midfield, are faced with a fourth and one on their own 46-yard line with under two minutes to go. Go for it. Justin Herbert out of the shotgun throws incomplete. Ball given back to Cleveland, basically on the edge of field goal range. Browns get one first down, then stall. The rookie kicker, Cade York, misses from 54 yards out. And that's how that game ends, 30-28 to 28 for the Chargers. So, Jeff, with so much to unpack, really the last three possessions where you have Brown's terrible decision to throw the interception in the end zone, Chargers' extremely questionable decision to go for, fourth and one on their own end, and then the Browns unable to do anything with it, settling for the long field goal and losing. What did, what did the result like that and that, that end game scenario say to you about each of those two teams, each who have shown glimpses of brilliance and glimpses of, of – certainly uh, big flaws throughout the first five weeks this year. Well, I feel pretty confident at this point in saying that Cleveland has probably, and again, it could change. You get Deshaun Watson back the last six games, but Cleveland had a real chance here to win the, not only make the playoffs, but win the AFC North. And they have blown, let's face it, all three of their losses are games they probably should have won. The Jet game was a 1-in-2200 shot that they lost. The Falcon game, I mean, you get beat by, a, by, by, by two rookie running backs and a terrible decision by Brissett in, on the final drive when they were approaching field goal range. And now today, where you throw a ghastly interception down two, and then the kick in New York misses the kick. So, look, you're... You had a real chance if you're Cleveland. And by the way, they have New England coming in next week, which could be zappy on the road. Uh, another winnable game. Cleveland could have had a real chance of starting the season five and one, and instead, at best, they're going to start three and three. So look, I Ben, I, I think there's more to do with Cleveland than it does with with the Chargers, who have enough talent. Mm -hmm. They'll yeah. get Keenan Allen back at some point. They they. If they stay out of their own way, they will make the postseason probably this year. But the Browns have totally messed up what was a golden opportunity to get out to a big start and not only put themselves in a great position to make the playoffs, put themselves in, put themselves in a real uh, position to win the AFC North. Yeah, pretty and pretty amazing, Danny, that the Chargers now return home. Their next game, Monday night against Nathaniel Hackett's Denver Broncos. Are we ready for our collective heads to all explode on that game yes. uh, next week to wrap up week six? Yeah, watch like the Broncos go out there, drop like 35 points and just dominate. So then we'll have no clue what to do with this Denver team after that game. My goodness. Yeah, how many more primetime games do we have with Russell? Do we Too have at many. least like two more? Too many. <laughs> Danny, yeah, we got him three I, of I, five Jeff's weeks. answer is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, three of six weeks. or Actually, it'll be four of six weeks to begin the season for that. Danny, it's very simple. If Denver scores 35 points and beat the Chargers, you bet their opponent in week seven. They're true. Very good point. Yeah. I, oh, I my think goodness. that's probably a, a, a fair, way to, uh, fair way to attack it. You know, we, and we all <laughs> said, even though the analytics pointed to the decision by Brandon Staley going for it being correct, on a pure analytics basis, the, the, numbers the context and the nuance – the context and nuance, though, of the actual situation, uh, Danny, clearly did not match what the, the raw numbers would have actually said. And I'm sure you, you're left wondering. You were, I remember we talked last year. You were really high on the charges with Staley coming in as a rookie head coach. Where do you sit now that we've had basically a full season plus now five weeks uh, to get a look at what this team is week in and week out with all the talent that they have? Well, 
this what's concerning about the Chargers. I mean, there's a lot of concerning things, obviously, but it's really their defense hasn't seen that much improvement, especially against the run. They came into this allowing opposing running backs over five yards per carry. And the Browns had almost seven in this game against the Chargers. So keep an eye out for that for opposing running backs in terms of props going up against the Chargers run defense. But we all thought it was going to be lethal with the addition of Khalil Mack. We know that Bose has been banged up, but that's seeming to have been the missing ingredient from the Chargers getting over that hump. You know, they have talent with Justin Herbert. You know, they have the weapons there. You still got to also recall or obviously rather recognize that Keenan Allen being absent has been huge. And I know Jeff's pointed that out several times of how much different of a team they seem offensively without Keenan Allen. But you really can't keep making those excuses if you're Los Angeles since it's happened various times. But maybe if they keep looking sloppy and you know that Keenan Allen's coming back and hopefully they can get healthier defensively. You could see a buy low spot on the Chargers, but everybody was incredibly high, including myself. I mean, after the Super Bowl, I took them like 25 to one to win this Super Bowl. And right. certainly I'm not feeling good whatsoever, but we'll see if they can uh, flip things around, especially against Denver. Opening six and a half point favorites against Denver on yeah. next Monday night. So that does it for us. Jeff, best of luck to you, man. I, we're, we're thinking of you. I know not Danny, but we're thinking of you. Josh <laughs> Bell, is that gone? Not no, a staying it in. Is not. It's cold that there tonight, the Ben. Two nothing. Two nothing Padres. Best of luck to Met fan Jeff Parles the rest of the way. Big thanks to our entire crew. Matt Santos, our producer, leading the way. Liz, Matt, Kevin, Aramis over at South Point. Everybody here at Circa. Jeremy Taylor, JB, Brian Dakota, all helping out. As for Danny Burke in Chicago, for Jeff Parles at South Point, I'm Ben Wilson at Circa. Up next, we stay right here in downtown Las Vegas. It's the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard. Stay tuned for that as we wrap up our show Five Bet Sunday here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.